In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ is in our midst. He was, is, and always shall be. You may have noticed from the hymn that we chanted when we came out for the small entrance, and also instead of the usual Holy God, Holy Mighty, Holy Immortal, Ayus of Theos, the hymn which reflects the theme of today's celebration, which is a celebration of the cross. The third Sunday of Lent, we celebrate the veneration of the Holy Cross. And the cross, as we know and understand, is such an important, such an essential, more than symbol, but aspect of our Christian life, the cross. And as such, the church offers celebrations for the cross several times a year. Today, the third Sunday of Lent, and September 14th, the exaltation of the Holy Cross. And then, of course, on Holy Friday, Thursday evening into Holy Friday, uh, the, the center of our worship is the cross of Christ. And we know, because we've heard so many times, even as far back as when we went to Sunday school, that the cross was an instrument or a tool for the Romans, an instrument of torture, a tool for putting people to death. But in the sacrifice of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ became a symbol, became life-giving. And this is another term that we use when we speak of the cross. It's life-giving. In fact, one of the prayers that we offer several times in the Orthros and in the liturgy, albeit quietly, the priest will read it, but if you're here in Orthros, you hear the chanters say it. There's a sentence in this beautiful prayer, the resurrection of Christ, and later it says, through the cross, joy has come to the world. We know from the Bible story that we all heard about Adam and Eve, that it was through taking the apple from the tree, the tree of knowledge, as we know, that Adam disobeyed the command of God, and Adam and Eve were expelled from paradise. In Christ, who we know as the second Adam, or the new Adam, it was through his sacrifice on the cross, the wood of the cross, that eternal life was once again, eternal life offered to those who believed. And so it was through the, the tree, the wood of the tree, that paradise was lost, but through the wood of the cross, that paradise was regained. And so all these, these connections are offered in the hymns of last night, the Vespers, and today. But in the, in the gospel and the epistle, there is very much a connection. And I want to thank uh, Costandina Virgos, who read so beautifully the epistle today. Thank you for doing so. Uh, and I want to, I want to offer a few, a few of the um, sentences from this uh, epistle from Hebrews. St. Paul says to the Hebrews, he says, For we have 
not a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. For every high priest chosen from among men is appointed to act on behalf of men in relation to God, to offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. But he, he can deal gently with the ignorant and wayward since he himself is beset with weakness. Because of this, he is bound to offer sacrifice for his own sins as well as for those of the people. So also Christ did not exalt himself to be made a high priest, but was appointed by him who said to him, you are my son today, I have begotten you. As he says also in another place, you are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. And I read most of that because I want to remind us or to help us to understand the connection between this epistle and why we are celebrating the veneration of the Holy Cross. You see, we have gone through now three weeks of Lent in our Lenten journey this year. And Lent is, is an opportunity for us to experience, to see, to come to our senses, and to experience the whole of our life. The whole of our life, because the whole of our life is a journey, a journey from the time even before we're born to the time we die. But our journey doesn't begin from our birth and end when we die. It begins before we are born, and it ends for those who believe in eternal life. And so our Lord presents, or, or rather Paul rather, presents in this epistle about our Lord being the high priest who offered himself as a sacrifice as opposed to the Old Testament priests who offered sacrifices on behalf of the people was done once a year without people being able to even witness this or see this. But Christ offered himself. Christ himself experienced the very same things though that we experience only without sin as we hear in the epistle. And this is why we lift up the cross today to remind us, to strengthen us, to encourage us that we are not alone on this journey. The struggles, the difficulties, the health concerns, the family concerns, the financial concerns, everything going on in the world, we are not alone. Our Lord experience these very same things. We know from all the other Gospels that we hear during the year, he hungered, he thirsted, he was tempted, he grieved, he cried, he rejoiced, he loved, he expressed frustration. All these things he took on that we ourselves feel, only he did so without sin. And ultimately, he died. He experienced pain and suffering 
on the cross. And so as we go through our life's journey, as we experience those very same things and may feel that we are alone in them, our Lord reminds us and the church reminds us today as we celebrate the veneration of the cross that it is in his life, in his sacrifice of himself, in his becoming one of us, and this is what St. Paul is saying here, becoming one of us, like us. And another reason why we constantly remind all of us of this truth is because there is so much in the world that refutes this, that, that rejects that God became one of us. And these heresies that over time came into the church and even are still existing today, the church reminds the faithful of the truth that God became one of us, fully God and fully man, and experienced the very same things that we experience in our own struggles, in our own life. And yet he offered himself so that that would not be the end for us, that we would have the gift of eternal life. We refer to the cross as life-giving. It's life-giving because his ultimate and final sacrifice Paradise was once again offered to all of us. This is why we celebrate on the third Sunday of Lent, to remind us of this, to encourage us of this, to strengthen us as we continue on in our journey this year and throughout our life of the truth of eternal life, the joy that comes to the cross to all the world and those who believe. In the gospel, we heard that our Lord said, if anyone wishes to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. Now, when we read the Greek, this is one of those times when it's important to know the Greek because the Greek word says something so much more than, than life, even though life is so very important to each one of us. It, it says the Greek word is psyche, which means soul. It's more than just our, our physical existence, our soul, the center of our life, the soul that we were blessed with in his image and his likeness we were given even before we were born. The soul that God put his imprint his image and likeness in each and every one of us that our bodies surround. This is what is essential. We seek and we strive and we work and we devote much time and attention to growing the life around us, to growing our families and through our work and our business, all these things to take care of ourselves. We spend a great deal of time and attention and money on all these things. How much more should we be doing this for our soul, our psyche, the very center of who we are? This is what our Lord is saying. If you want to follow me, deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow me. 
whoever wishes to come after me. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? What can a man give in return for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him will the Son of Man also be ashamed when he comes in glory of his Father with holy angels. We must grow our soul, which is our spiritual life. We must devote as much or more time and attention to our soul that we do for living, for existing. This is important for us to do these things. It's essential that we do this for our soul. This is the meaning of the veneration of the cross because it is in the cross that our Lord offered us, each and every one of us, an opportunity, a pathway, a way to return to paradise. And we should, we must, every day, every minute of our life, attend to our souls so that we too will be ready, we too will be prepared when that time comes for each and every one of us so that we too, as he said, when he was hanging on the cross to the thief, today you will be with me in paradise. May our crucified Lord, who rose from the dead and ascended to the Father, offer each and every one of us and strengthen each and every one of us on this day, all the days of our lives, so that we too may be joined with him in paradise. Amen.